Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition, edition 164 of the Cantina Mekis podcast. My name is John Chigou. Glad to have you with us. I am glad to be home here on the banks of a what was a flooded Lake Travis a few weeks ago, now a receded Lake Travis. But it is raining right now, and uh, it's, it's uh, hard for me living in Texas to say I have, I'm sick of the rain, because in Texas you don't know when we're going to get rain again. So I'm just uh, happy to happy to be home. Joining us tonight from Orange County, California, in the beautiful city of Irvine, is Joel Aceves. Joel, how are you, sir? Doing good, John. Very Joel, windy tonight. Very windy. Is it, is it is it the Santa Ana winds, Joel? Is it warm? Yes. Yes, sir. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's so Santa Ana winds blowing. So that makes it what like 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 a, like an unbearable eighty-two. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You might yeah you might actually have to use the air conditioner this week there in uh in Southern California. <laughs> Joel, you know I, I was thinking I have all my toys with me tonight. It's something that I haven't had in a while because because last few times on like, I think I make this podcast I've been driving in the car. Which uh, is 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 never fun, but I, I noticed, Joel, that this season there are a few a few folks that we just have not heard from all that much this season, and we you know it was someone that we used to that we used to listen to all the time. We have we have Lady Cemento, haven't heard from her in a while. <laughs> so we haven't heard from Lady Cemento. Lady Cemento, yeah, we also haven't heard from. Yeah, and Lady Máquina. And you know who else we haven't we haven't heard from 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 Lady Willa doing this. Primero que nada hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta hay que dejarnos de tonterías. Because Chivas just well, I, I mean. When she says, Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. They posted they play just exactly the opposite, Joel. So we haven't had a chance to play uh, Felicitar a Chivas. Or, we have, or, well, you know who we have for Chivas? We have the Chiarmano Gonzalo. That is true. But, uh, and, uh, you know, we could certainly. Yeah, Gonzalo. <laughs> you know, and of course, you know another another ones that we haven't heard from as well is is is, is the Puma Kid. No sirve para nada. <laughs> because 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 the, the you know things are things are are, are different in Indiana Max, which we'll get to in a second. What I do want to uh, get to first, Joel, if if you don't mind me, is that today uh, Mexico has. Uh, Announced the call up for their two games that they're going to be playing in Argentina, in the in the new reality of of, of the world of friendlies. I think that we're going to be seeing a lot more of these. Uh, let's just you know maybe why they could do a home and home. I am you know whatever, but uh, Mexico is going to play two games in Argentina with uh, you know it's essentially a mix of of some of their. You know, established first teamers and 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 a bunch of the kids. And of course, the big news, Joel, is that uh, you know they're they're trying to make a big deal out of out of Javier Hernandez not being on the thing. Javier Hernandez hasn't played soccer in two months, uh, and he's like, you know, I gotta get 
Let me get me. Let me get good with 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 the Didn't club. Didn't he first. score recently? Didn't he score like last week, John? I think he has scored recently. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was in a league game. I thought it was in a league cup game. Uh, I'll have to. If there was only a way we could, we could, we could, we could have this information available to us at our fingertips. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, at the, and and of course they're trying to make a big deal out here. He had an interview that came out. And he's like, you know, I'm not. You know, he's at a point in his career where you know does you know what what is it what is it that he wants? And you know this you know this is a guy who has seen you know both he's seen everything that they at Femex with has to offer. And uh, I personally don't believe that uh, that he won't be there for at least, at least for the Gold Cup this summer. I think that'll be it'll be his last tournament. Uh, and it'll, it'll and uh, but I don't think that he needs to you know and and I think that Tuca would even, would even say look I know what Javier can do I don't have to, I don't have to observe him you know why why would I you know why would I bother calling him and. Uh, so uh, no caveat, but I mean, obviously, you know, the, the big reason is because of the fact that he just hasn't played all that much. But uh, it looks like Joel. Let's well, say, but, but, yeah. but you know, John, we do have to add his interview where he said that he's he's thought multiple times of quitting the national team. Right. And and even before that, he there was already some rumors of him having, you know, being on the outs. That it was it was not just him, but him and Layun, you know, that they weren't in agreement with just overall with like FMF and, and uh, so. But Layun, Layun returned. If we've seen Layun is he's back in the he's back in the chain gang. Uh, Chicharo said, you know, Chicharo of course didn't come in. And uh but but I, I do feel there might be something there, you know. I I Well, I mean they Chicharo did have to publicly say, Hey man, it was a it was a party we were all there before the World Cup. When I'm sure in his mind, you know, it's like one, you know, who cares? And two, you know, I wasn't there, but you know, you know, he took one for the team. And it uh it makes you wonder if, if 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 the fact that he had to do that, or if you know, we don't know the reasons as to why it was done. But you know, it, were those reasons the actually the action of doing that is is that something that that, that started to sour his relationship? Yeah. Remember, he bleached it. They bleached only a couple of them bleached their hair blonde. <laughs> the, yeah, like Layun and 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 uh, Chicharo, or some of them. Right. Tecatito was the other. Yeah, you know, but we see this, the changing of the guard. And sometimes you have these players that want to wanna maintain, like, their stronghold, you know, because they could be very influential with, with how the team gets managed or even who gets called up, you know. Uh, and we've heard this from players, even Cuauhtémoc recently, when, when, he, when he said how the Atlas... You know, the Atlas group, pretty much, they had La Volpe's back to take him out of the World Cup. Right. Well, I mean, there was obviously factions. 
uh, you know, on, on the side. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't see, and, and, and people are thinking that, uh, that Chitaro's on the outs. I mean, there's, I mean, tell me who right now plays the striker position that is a Mexican that has more ability and has scored more goals than, 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 than Javier. And the answer is absolutely nobody. So, so for the, for the folks who say that this is kind of a change into the guard, um, there's no guard, there's, you know, the, 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 there's no guard to change right now, or there's, there's no one to change the guard. Alan Pulido is not the guy. You know, the guy <laughs> could, 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 could possibly, you know, and it's not uh, Saldiva. Saldiva is a good player. Uh, you know, uh, and, uh, Henry Martin's pretty decent. You know, the one that they should have called me if they really want to, you know, make, observe some, you know, why don't they observe that kid from Toluca? He's pretty decent. The, the one rumored going to Chivas. Oh, is he, uh, is he rumored going to Chivas? The uh, Alexis yes, Vega? Sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, there's some weight to it because... Um, See, what does that Cardoso, tell you right there? Cardoso that you debuted right? him. Huh? What does that tell you right there? So the, the, the Chivas' strikers are on the Mexican national team, and Chivas <laughs> is desperately looking to replace them with a guy that they didn't take. But this Politica, you know, they, they, they need to... And and I and I said it I said it like from the last friendies as to why was Pulido called up and and uh, right they need to sell he tickets has, he hadn't been yeah but yeah but, but they don't for, need to sell tickets in Argentina Juan no no but for Chivas you need to kind of find a way to raise the player's profile he's not doing good he's not very consistent with you know but but they need. They need to get rid of well, him just because she was. Should the national team Joel be used to, to raise <laughs> to raise the the, the 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 buzz factor of of Chivas players? Is that what the national team should be used? But not just Chivas when, players. When you think of the national team Joel, mala ponera a pulido en 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 la selección nacional, and you get all puffed out, and you. No, I, I don't. But there's. Not not me personally, but there are many fans that, you know, they take pride in that. But but I think that the national team for a long time has been used for that. I mean, even even like in Brazil, they've done it where where they'll get certain players capped only a handful of times, just enough to to raise their profile and sell them abroad, and then they never get called up again. You know, and as we know, Chivas is trying to trying to get rid of Pulido, and if they could market him as a seleccionado or as a player that's in the in the pool for, for this next cycle, I think that that's an added bonus to a player that's, you know, kind of fallen into obscurity. He just had that one good season in, 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 the, in Chivas doblete, and then outside of that, he's, he's been quite lackluster. Uh, but, I mean, if Monterrey is kind enough to take him off of our hands. They're not going to take him. Hey, they took the Negris, man. He was injured good. Why would, why would Monterrey <laughs> take Pulido when they have, I mean, the, 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 the gut strikers they have on their bench are better than, are better than Pulido? Well, maybe for Pizarro's sake. 
Pulido's going to go to like a Necaxa or a Morelia. Well, actually, Morelia has better strikers. I think I think what's happened here, Hoyle, I think is is, is that Chivas is saddled with Pulido. That they they they, they, they you know, we know that they that they massively overpaid over over. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. You know, paid, you know, I would I wouldn't even say three times. I'd say four or five times his worth. Maybe even they six. Did. Which ties into another topic we we will get getting into later uh, with clear contracts in Mexico and Pacto de Caballeros. So, uh, so uh, go ahead. Uh, while, while you're doing that, I, I will find this list. You know, we have to let our, our, our listeners who are enjoying this podcast yes. live on our YouTube channel, or you can, of course, listen to it or watch it there. You can, not that there's anything to watch, but you can also download it from the podcast center on iTunes as well as on Google Play, as we all know. So thank you, uh, listeners, for that. But we should, uh, and, and uh, while you're making your last point, I, I will look to see who is is actually on the uh, on the Mexican national team call up, and we will uh, break it down player by player, position by position. Position by position. Yeah, well, well, I mean that's that's the thing with with Pulido, but I feel that he he's he's a talented player, and and he could do good in another club. I just feel Chivas is not is is especially this this Chivas, you know. It's it's just not suited for him, but and I think a big reason is is like his mentality, because you have players that will be like, okay, I'm the, I'm the star, I'm gonna carry this team, I'm putting my shoulders, and I'm, you know, I got this, and 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 Pulido's just not like that. He's right. He's he's more of the the team player where it's like he'll feed off of the the other players, which was something he was crying about. Not too long ago, about Chivas not having jugadores de peso, and it's like, dude, that's you. You are that jugador de peso, man. You're, you're the dude that has to get these other guys looking right. good. Right. Or, or, or so I see this. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I want to be the leader. That's yeah. That's another one, and and he's he's trying to, you know, Cardoso did the right thing and finally benched them, uh, and he's he's not taking it lightly. But it's like, dude, come on, you. We, team team needs to to find your replacement sooner or later. Can't can have him there forever, you know. So, he could have left. Yes, he could the, have through the big door, like after the Concacaf yep. uh, championship, and just just retired with a with a campeonato. Indeed, he could have. So we have a uh, Pulido. We have uh, we have Angel Saldivar, uh, the two Chivas uh, strikers who yes. combined for a grand total of like three goals this season. You know, so, but you know. But no, I think Saldivar has five. Oh, stop it! Stop it! I don't. I, well, we'll have to we'll have to go back and check that. And Pulido has like four. Oh, he does not. They, they, they. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't believe. You. I don't. What? I, I don't believe you, Hoy. I just don't. I was doing a study uh, with my chi hermanos on on yeah, on because and and maybe we could talk about it later. But it, uh, this one Chihuahua side did did uh. <laughs> he he did the um the goal scored by Chiva players in the past in the past five years and oh yeah 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 that's what we, we talked about one. Week. yeah right. all right so we have them we have uh, we have Henry Martin uh American said yeah serviceable year and Raúl Jiménez who has actually despite not necessarily scoring that many goals has been has been instrumental. 
in, in, in the in the in the modest amount of success that that, that the Wolves has had in the uh, in the Premier League. I mean, he is he may not be scoring goals, but he's but he's making assists. He's provocando penales. He 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 is the 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 tip of the spear for uh, for for Wolverhampton. Uh, so he uh, you know hopefully can uh, can carry him. He's he's having a good season. He had been involved with like fifty percent of of their goal score, right? Uh, he had been, and uh, you know, Wolverhampton is is a side that you know they you know this season they want to avoid rele- you know relegation. That 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 is their goal, and they're in eleventh place, so they have fifteen points. They've they have they have won four matches, which I, 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 out of eleven, you know, so it doesn't sound like that much, but they've only lost four matches. So so they are they they're they're right. Right where they want to be, and they they are uh, nine points clear right now of the uh, of the relegation zone. So they are they are doing pretty well. Uh, West Ham United is actually uh, a couple spots down. They are in uh, in eleventh. But Wolverhampton, let's take a look here. We'll take a look at the stats. Uh, do they have the? Why wouldn't they have the player stats? Incredible. They've scored eleven goals. The old uh, old Wolverhampton, and let's see how many. And, and and Jimenez has three goals and three assists, and he's and he's provocado penal. So out of the eleven goals that Wolverhampton has scored, he has he has played a part in seven of them. And you and you can't ask you can't ask more 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 of a striker than that to be, to be responsible for 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 seven of the goals, seven of the eleven. So seventy, it's actually gone up. What it's gone up to seventy percent. 60, 69% Ipori, 68, 69% of, of, of the goal scored. So he's having, he's having a good year. Uh, he is uh, definitely having a, a solid season, although it's, it is pretty funny that he probably has less goals than the guys that play Chivas that I, that we all just trash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the list. So let's, uh, let's, uh, let, let's get back to that list. So we have, uh, those are the, uh, strikers. And of course, uh, Chucky's on there as well, although he's more of a, of a winger. Uh, Victor Guzman, who is like, uh, the, you know, this, and, and I, and, and I say this, Joel, in the highest respect that it, and please accept it for, 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 for what it is. He is, he is this version's, uh, Julit Peña, the, the midfielder that just is, goes, has gone goal crazy. And as for the past couple of years, a player, if I'm not mistaken, Joel, wasn't Victor Guzman, is, is he not a... He is, is from the Cantera. Is he, is he uh, yeah, and, 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 now he's, and now he's the leading Mexican scorer he's, in Liga MX, he's in place for Pachuca. He, yeah, and it's, it's, I need to do my, I need to do more research, but it's like a double whammy, because I must, I must for as much as I praise the, the De La Torres, I, I believe it was under their watch that they sent him to Pachuca. <laughs> Keep no, please continue. Please continue. Oh, man, well, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me that you're getting and, that you're getting emotional. Listen. Yeah, when I hear this, yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's, but then um, it was Higuera that that sold him. So it's like because oh, he was just on loan, right? He was on loan to Pachuca, and then uh, and then when Chivas went for Pizarro, they they cut him loose. They they transferred. So Pachuca was like, okay, we'll sell you Pizarro, 
but we want we want Guzman plus money. Right. And and uh, they took the deal, man. And it's like it, it's wow. It's it's pretty interesting. And uh, they did not keep Pizarro, which you know I would have thought if you're paying that much, he's going to be at least a franchise player. You know, he's going to be the one player that you're going to have for a long time. Right. Similar to how America has done with with um, Oribe. Right. But nah, man, he's he's gone pretty soon, and and now you got Guzman, who has like eight, nine golds. Yeah. This is how short a career he had. We actually, our podcast was actually on and broadcasting when Pizarro moved. Man, and, that's uh, true. You know, and even and at that time, he had said that you know that 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 playing in Guadalajara was like a dream, like like a dream for him. So we actually. You know, if we go back and listen to the tape, I think that you and I particularly were like, look, you know, if a player wants to play there and, and they want him there, then he's going to have a good, you know, he's going to play well. It's going to, you know, when when you're wanted and people want you somewhere, it's it, it, it's amazing what it does to your confidence. And and he yeah. had a couple of really solid seasons and, you know, slowly yeah. his confidence has waned. Well, he was one of the main players that would, that would you know, carry the team. And, and just losing him was a pretty harsh blow. As right. was losing Gallito. That's another guy that should have never, never sold. Yeah, I mean, Gallito's the kind of player that, 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 that he, that you, I mean, you know, Leon should have never sold Gallito. I mean, he's the kind of player that, that you, that, that stays on your team for 10 years and is, and is a rock for 10 years. Yeah. You know, and, and every team has been in. Right. <laughs> like, a, like, a, a like, a, like a Chiquis or, uh, not our Chiquis, the, 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 you know, Chiquis Garcia. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like a torrado. I mean, I mean, you just, you just, you just don't, you, you can't give up. You, you can't pass up a player like that. That's yeah, gonna be. He, he doesn't get much credit, you know. He, yeah. He, he doesn't get maybe because he hasn't been a seleccionado, but he is one of the best Mexican players in the league, and he has been for a long time. I mean, it's no coincidence. Every team, campeonato, man. Every team he's sad, they're they're yeah. fighting for the for the championship. I mean, look and... look how great Mexico looked in in, in 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 the groups. Mexico played as good as they've ever played in the group stage of the uh, of, of the 2014 World Cup, and that was that was uh, in the group stage. He didn't get to play the Holland game, and he, and 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 look at the. I mean, Salcido came in. That that was the backup. For, for, <laughs> yeah, for the, you know, and, and to Salcido's credit, Salcido, you know, he played decently. I mean, I'm not I'm not trashing Salcido, but He's no Gallito Vasquez when it comes to playing no. that position, and that's and that's just the real. I mean, you know, the, the, there are players that are just born to do something, and Gallito is just—he's just a tremendous. And the fact that it, that that he's still not getting recognized, you know, that, that it's been been so long since he's been on the national team to me is just is just shocking. He's been one of one of one of the most consistent, and as, as you pointed out, successful Mexican players playing in Mexico who doesn't get a snot of respect. Uh, other, other than from the teams that, he, that 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 he's playing for, and the fans that watch him, and the and, and the championships that he wins for them. Yeah, so Gallito Vasquez is always welcome here. He, he, you know, his he will he will drink for free for life at the Cantina Mexicana podcast. Yes, yes, he will. Yes. Gallito will. Yes, and I'm not, even, I'm, not a, I'm not a Leon fan. I'm not a Chivas fan. I'm not a I'm not necessarily a Santos fan. But man, I was a, I was a huge Gallito fan. I still am, and, and it's just yeah, 
Yeah, he <laughs> won me over at the World Cup, man. I remember. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, me too. Everyone talking about the Croatia midfield with Rakitic and Modric were gonna chew him. And 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 then I said chew him in, spit him out, and uh, trashed. None of that. None of that happened, man. And, you know, came and, and he was smart, man. There was a play where they were gonna have a breakaway, and he took the guy out, and he got a yellow card, <laughs> and it ended up, you know, it ended up costing him the chance to play the Brazil match. But he had, Gaito had to do what he had to do. I, I remember I was watching the replay. Of that I was like, oh, that's why he did that, and that's why I got the yellow card. Now, because you know, when you're watching the game, you're like, eh, you know, you just yell, you do a little breakaway. But he said that when you, when you said that it was like nobody, nobody, like he was ultimo hombre. But you know, on this side of the field, it was it was it was pretty. Oh yeah, it was uh, it was it was as good a yellow card as you can take. <laughs> so no, Gallito Vasquez, uh, an, an amazing an amazing talent that once again has been passed over. Let's see who else do we have here. We have uh, we have uh, Victor Guzman, as we mentioned. We have Eric Gutierrez, uh, Javier Güemes, and good to see Javier back after his uh, horrific uh, injury that he suffered in the, in the game uh, between uh, Pumas and, and America in the, in the Liguilla, where I know that if, if Ron were listening, would say that it was a, a terribly dirty play just because of a, of, of a picture that was taken, but it was uh, just a, a very unfortunate accident between them. But it's glad to see that he's back and playing at a very decent level. Glad to have him. He probably would have been one that would have, would have easily made it to, to Russia had he, uh, had he not broken his leg. Jesus Gallardo, who's playing very well for Monterrey. Marco Fabian, who I have no idea if he's playing or not in, in Frankfurt. I'm going to say probably just for the reserves. But uh, I think that Marquito will probably be making a move uh, back to Mexico in January is, is, is my expectation. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, I think that Cruz Azul would, uh, would probably welcome him back. Chivas could certainly use him, especially if they... Uh, if they, if, they, no if they freeze out my trophies, which is looking like so we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, that, that, that they might be doing. Anyway, so uh, back to the uh, midfielders. We have uh, uh, we have Chaka, we have uh, Marco Fabian and Jesus Dueñas, Isaac Brizuela, Javier Aquino, which uh, not really understanding, but you know he's he's had a very decent another player who's had a very decent solid career in Liga MX. Roberto Alvarado, uh, Eric Aguirre, and then the defenders, Diego Reyes, who uh, has a, had a very disappointing career, Miguel Ayun, Gerardo Arteaga, Nestor Araujo, who uh, is not playing as much as we would expect in, in Celta de Vigo, but, but is, is getting some minutes. Uh, Jesus Angulo, Edson Alvarez, and then the goalies, uh, Memo, Hugo Gonzalez, and uh, Jesus you, you know, Diego Reyes has to be right up there with Pulido, I you know, selection is doing favors for them, right? To keep them relevant, because yeah, those guys shouldn't be there. Yeah, I mean, Diego Reyes isn't even isn't even playing in Turkey. <laughs> He's yeah, he should have just came back over here. You know, I think America last minute opened the doors for him, right? Uh, and I was it's a bit surprising that like almost no no Mexican team. Seem to want to go for him, and I was wondering if he, if he, they must know something. Like, does this, does he have like an injury? Like, is you know what, what's going on right there? Well, this, this is the opportunity that was lost uh, for the for, for for these guys. So, 
Porto signed three Mexican players out of Liga MX. They signed Herrera, they signed Tecatito, actually not Tecatito, he went to Holland. And they, they signed Herrera and they signed Diego Reyes. So you're thinking, oh, this, you know, if, 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 if you know, Porto's a, a team that, that, that buys low and sells high, so this is, uh, you know, that this is a great thing for, for, for Mexican players in Mexican soccer. And, uh, that was what five years ago, and they haven't bought players since. <laughs> yeah, and and you know this this is an interesting thing. Um, Herrera for Porto, he just played his one hundredth match, right? And already he's the sixth most uh, kept player for Porto. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Porto had hundred games. I don't think they had any intention of him playing. <laughs> For them for five years, but you know maybe it could be his decision. Hey, you know I like it here. You know, you know maybe, maybe it was his decision to stay. But regardless, uh, you know Porto does not want the the players that they bring over from the Americas to play for them for five years. They just that's just not how they operate. Yeah, but I mean I guess you could keep him as a franchise player if he's he's been very consistent for them. Well, I mean, he's you won know, titles for them, but you know they're always going to be delivers. in the title mix because because the title is always going to be between them and Benfica, and uh, you know they're going to always make the Champions League, and then he's you know he's been able to help them out. But I mean, but 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 they're a round of sixteen quarterfinals at most in the Champions League, and you know anything beyond that would be a would be a huge bonus for them. And it's uh, it is unfortunate though because uh, you, you would you would hope that you know with uh, with Porto opening the doors for Mexican players and more Mexican players would have been able to uh, make the jump and, and play for a team like that. Again, a team that is historically done very well in, in, in finding talent and then reselling the talent, at least over the past 20 years. And it just didn't seem to work out for the uh, uh, for that match. And I think a lot of that, for me, Joel, uh, you know, Tecatito was on the verge and then he didn't go to the Confederations Cup. And I think that that was kind of the one that was uh, yeah. a, a real disappointment well, for, for, for him and, and, and the club. Well, you know, for this for this double Argentina friendly, I was expecting Ache Ache to be with the group as as Vela. And, and uh, yeah, neither are here. Well, Vela is probably like, you know what? My, you know, I've had a... I'm, I'm sure Vela is like, hey, man, I'm in off-season mode. Uh, so probably... Uh, well, you, yeah, you but know, catch it, but again, but but uh, you know, we have to remember this is two guys. Like you know, I know what these guys can do. I don't have to call the guys, and I know what they can do. Well, that's true because Bella's interview was way different than Chicharos. He was saying he's glad to come anytime they call him. Right. And and then there was the interest from not just from Club America, but from like from their higher up. Uh, uh, they were talking about how. They would like him to to come play there, and he he said, "Yeah, I I would not close that door if that opportunity came." And if and if you're an America man, you're you're one of their he, star Mexican players. You bet you bet you're gonna be one of the a constant seleccionado. Yeah, he is uh, one of the perks. I see. I see Carlos Vela ending his career with Club America. There's no doubt in my mind that that's where he's gonna finish his career. And and he'll again he'll give them three very good years. And and he will yeah it'll be uh, 
it'll be yeah. uh, it'll, it'll it'll be good. It'll it'll be a good way for him to because he will never go back to Chivas. I know that. So no, no, he he's not like Vergara, um, and and you know, missing from from the list are the the Los Santos brothers, Gio and Jonah, um, who just had very bad season with the Galaxy. Uh, I was disappointed to be honest because they. They brought in Zlatan, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe this will light a fire in their ass. Seeing a player of, of that caliber who did exceptionally well. He scored like 21 goals in 25 games or something like that. Um, and I think, all right, you know, you, you could go win something with this guy. And and they were no shows, man. They did even make. They did not even make the playoffs. Yeah, um, on the last on the last match, and I and think they lost. The last time Giovanni had... even played. I mean, wasn't he injured pretty much after the World Cup, and then did he even play after the World Cup? Yeah, I don't think he's played, and so Galaxy wants to get rid of him, but he doesn't want to leave. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's been talk that he might he might go to Liga MX. So who knows? Who knows what well, we have if, there? If, if he did go to Liga MX, he said there would only be one team where he would even consider going. Well, there's two. I would say two teams. No, there is only one team. Oh, come on. Come on, Jon. That's, that's, he's, he is on the record. On the record is saying that, that if he ever played in, in Mexico, he would only play for one team and not that many. He, that's he grew up in Monterrey, though. Don't, don't forget. And... Oh. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. He, uh, yeah, but Monterrey has the clout. They have the, you know, they, they got they the money to, to pay him. They could give him a sweet deal. Life. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I know America because, you know, their old man played there. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's one of the, the historic big team. But Monterrey, I think, could make it just as attractive. Especially that is true. His bank account. That, but they don't. But they don't need him. Yeah, but Monterrey, man, they, they, you know. One place that I know that he, that he, that, that neither of them will ever end up is 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 Chivas. And uh, before I bring in our our, our next panelist, I, I I would like to. I think I mentioned this to to Joel earlier. There's one uh, person that we haven't heard from that much at all this year, and that's uh, and that and that's Lady Aguilar. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta, oh, hay que darnos de tonterías. Because no han ganado y no han ni no han ganado y ni han ganado bien Chivas porque no han ganado no han ganado nada. Juan Oribe <laughs> joins us from Long Beach. Juan, qué pedo con las con 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 tus Chivas, Juan. Thank you for that uh, that motivating speech, uh, John. You know. Oh man! Speaking of motivating, I have a uh, <laughs> I have a clip of Pelaya's motivating. Oh, we'll have, we'll have to play that here in a second. Uh, you you yes. sent it to me. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get that. And one. this this is before the Copa MX final against Monterrey. Yeah. But to go on, Profe Cambi. Se te puso la piel chinita, Joel. It did, it did, man, it did. But I, I want to hear from Prof. Was, was, was it as good as 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 Flaco Tena in the Olympics? Because that was a pretty good one too. Oh man, I would need to rehear it. 
I need to hear that again. But but Prophet Kambi, he's he's gonna tell us about Chivas missing out on the Gia. Yes. Three seasons in a row. I believe Prophet Prophet that when, when when we last spoke, you uh you, you said that, that Chivas would, 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 would beat Puebla. They were up two zero, prof. But two zero there dos a zero, prof. And they did not win. They ended up tied two two, and it's cost them a chance to make to make the league. They are they are officially toast, pantostado, profe. Yeah, it's not good. It's a tough season. Tough season, you know. Yeah. And uh, that that's that was is that the third bad season that Chivas has had since they won their their championship. Uh, you know you you gotta you gotta sacrifice some lambs to you know. <laughs> so not only has Chivas Comet come and gone, it is like so far away that it 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 has gone ice cold. You don't know oh, if it has damn. enough if it has enough fuel to, to to make it back. Didn't it come early? Didn't it or, or it came late? Because it was no, uh, it came it came in right on time. <laughs> it came right on time. <laughs> it, it, it was uh, ninety seven with uh, or, or, or it has it has a nine to eleven year window the Chivas Comet and it, it came in in the eleventh year. And then it was 2018, so we're not due until uh, 2029. That's right. It's, it, it's uh, 2028, 2029 is, is, is the next. Well, actually, it's between like 2027 and 2029 is, is, is the next. Uh, or 2026, 2020, pardon me, the, the next uh, confirmed uh, sighting of the, uh, uh, of the elusive oh. Chivas Comet. I don't think it's that far, though. I mean, <laughs> I think it could be. It could be. With with the right moves, you know. Joel, do you, do you have right any back. faith, any faith or confidence in the current front office staff at Chivas to make those said right moves in order to put this team <laughs> in position to uh, you know what what moves in, I don't position what moves, for you to say. I don't have the confidence, but I do have on on them. But I do have the confidence on. And like just the overall the way Liga makes is, uh, I mean, the the team did win a campeonato with with that, with the current administ- administration. But but to answer Gambi, uh, Marco Fagan's gonna be might be even a free agent pretty soon, you know. Um, and then if they do sell. Um, if they do sell Pulido, that will open up some some money. It's going to Monterrey. Maybe they could they could deal for Montes. See, I could see Marco Fabian going to, going to Monterrey before I would see him going to Chivas. Because I think that that player like Marco Fabian would do. But the, but again, we do have that club's World isn't, Cup. Isn't, isn't, isn't that what Pizarro was supposed to be in Monterrey? And he hasn't been, he hasn't been able to do it yet. He, you know, it's, it's taken yeah. a while to get acclimated. Well, but you but know, you know, what Chivas needs it. To me, what Chivas needs is you gotta like tear everything down, man. Tear down the fuerzas básicas. Oh, you come on! You know, if they're profe, what happened, profe? Jesus, this is, this, profe. This, this, this is the saddest profe I've ever well, heard. You, 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 you have know, to, there's only one thing we look, can do look, now. John, look, look, John. I mean, it, it's still Chivas, you know, but that's a rage quit. With, with Vergara. <laughs> You got the Pelagatos oh. that Jolie, uh, you know, that Jolie hates along with the players. 
Um, you know, I, I thought I thought they, you know, I, like having Almeida, if he would have stuck around, that was like a, that would have been like a, that was a band-aid, dude, and 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 they kind of they got some trophies out of it, which is good. What trophies. Is not sad. This is. This trophies is, this is gone, sad. man. If it would. You know, here, here's, 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 oh, you, oh, not trophies, not trophies, not trophies, you said trophies, not trophies. Well, see, we, we, we have a a very, a very specific trophies before trophies policy here at the Cantina MX podcast, so any, (laughs) (laughs) trophies, trophies before trophies, anyway, 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 uh, so here, here's the thing. If if he goes to Querétaro, which is which is where, you know, they don't have they don't have uh, Dorados anymore, so he has to go somewhere. If he goes to Querétaro and 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 Rafa Puente Jr. lo rescata. Oh yeah, yeah. Rafa Puente Jr. is is gonna be, you know, he's gonna for the trophy chasers, he's gonna be like the like the Zen master. He's gonna be like uh, like uh, like a China with the with the fierro. You know the Fierro fanboys, right? I think, that, I think that the uh, the trophy chasers have a their 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 reason for existence. I think is it has much more. There's there's much more a reason to have a fan club of a trophy chaser than there is there ever was to have the Fierro fanboys fan club. I don't know, man. It sounded like Jolie was the president of the Fierro fanboys. Yes, not only a member but the president. Carlos Fierro was it's very few of us there. There's very few of us left. <laughs> yes, there is. Carlos Fierro was a slower and klutzier version of of Jurgen Damm. Oh, I, I think he he early on demonstrated some good qualities. Huh? Who knows? Hey, he's he's in Morelia, man, and Morelia's in the fight. They they are they are in right now in ninth place, Morelia. And and for and for all the yeah, for all the flag that. That Wero Fierro gets. He did win with Chivas. He was he was there in the season of the doblete, and he did win with Querétaro. Just just saying, just throwing that out there. So as it stands right now, Joel Morelia is sitting uh, is actually tied with Querétaro. That's twenty two, twenty two, twenty two with Pachuca for eighth, ninth, and tenth place. And uh, so. Guadalajara has a uh, still has a mathematical so it's, it's not quite we have it's not quite uh, death rattle time for Guadalajara but but let's just say that the uh, the throat is starting to is starting to get a little clogged up. The one that I'm worried about, frankly, is is Pumas. And you know, and thinking about Marco Fabian, if, if he does come back to Mexico, that is actually to me the the perfect landing spot for him because. He, I mean, they desperately need a player. Like they desperately need a player that, that to play that position. Um, and 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 he would and, and he would do it in a heartbeat. He would look really good. He would look really good in a Pumas uniform. Does, this, does uh, Pumas have the money though? Does, does all, Pumas they have? They've. I mean, the last couple of. Uh, January transfer windows. They, they picked up um, Nico Castillo and Marcelo Diaz. Yeah, but for, from South America, like in a, you know, 
kind of bargain bin. Yeah, but, yeah, but both of those guys are seleccionados. But were they when they picked them up? Yes. For for Moleros or for actual? No, they for they, they both played in the in the in the Centenario. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's so they do have they do have a little scratch. Yeah, so I, th- I think that that would be a, a very good spot for him to land, especially since they lost uh, Alustiza to injury in the, uh, in the in their last in the game against Cruz Azul, which they lost. So. So who had you said that you said that the that that Belaz has a has a speech that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna inspire yes. everyone? Well, well, first first we have to toot our own horn here, uh, Yon, because yours and mine. Very, no, uh, you know the cantinas. Oh, the cantina mix. <laughs> the, the collective cantina horn, because it's <laughs> yeah, man. Because like one of the few places where. As soon as, as soon as Cruz Azul announced Pelayas, we were like, this guy's gonna turn that club around. And, and we were highlighting, you know, all of the virtues and, and what he brings to the table. We, and, we even mentioned that you had at the top of the show tonight, that, that there were some ladies that we hadn't heard from all season. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard from Lady Cemento. <laughs> and we hadn't heard from, from Lady Makina. Because of the fact that, that, that you and I both yeah. understood what, what, what Pelaez was, was going to do to Cruz Azul. Or in first place. First or second place, there. I can't, can't remember who's who right I, now. Let's I think it. they took they took the first because they won in America tied. I think right. they reclaimed so, first place. Thirty points, and America has twenty nine. Yeah. Santos twenty eight. Pumas is twenty six, and and the only team that has qualified for the Liguilla is is uh, is Cruz Azul. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, and, and America, America both. They're, yeah. they're the teams that have qualified. So the teams that are yeah secured. They're secured. You think they'll do the double? They're in line to do it, but. You you know what? Uh, uh, a lot of people are giving credit to Caxinha. He he does deserve his his lion's share, but but I would keep in I would tell fans to keep in mind. Caxinha had lost the locker room from the previous season, uh, and and if you if you kept up with some of the the news that has come out of like from Cruz Azul and and just just those that follow the club closely, like all the all the small things that Pelias has done. Like having the training field be like the, the Azteca, and, and and he he's just done so many small things that that like an ad that has been adding up, and and this clip is just one of them, you know, and and you have to wonder why is he the one doing that speech? It's usually the coach. Was that it? They needed a uh, kicker. Yeah. That was maybe how well, is Kashina, you know, is he is he kind of soft with the personnel? Is he too much of a good cop? No, you know what? Kaixinha had had come from um from what was it? Like three fracasos? Three straight like fracasos where he hadn't been doing good. 
You're right. You F- fired from three different spots, including Santos. Yeah, with Santos, the team was doing bad, and, and they let him go. And then he was at Rangers. Uh, or was he somewhere else before Rangers? I don't think so. I think, like, in the Middle East. But, yeah, and even at Rangers, he did so bad. The team that failed to qualify for the European leagues against some, some really small they, they club. Threw, they threw Gullit. They, they, he did so bad, they threw a Gullit, right? Well, they, he's going back because... He's on loan to Nicaxa, and uh, he's he's headed right back to, uh, you know, to Scotland. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. He, he, he if I'm Chivas, I, I probably. <laughs> well, he was going to AA meetings. That was one of the. Yeah, um... you, you think Scotland was the right place for that for for Gullit, man? Yeah, it was, but I I because he could have. You know, it's an accessible a lot league. Of going on over there. Hmm? <laughs> no, but, but borracho, man. it's well, true. I think you can say that about about any country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's true. laughs> but but you know, you know, I I think it was most like his his visio that did him in, and he admitted to it when he went to Necaxa, and one of the one of the conditions for him being there was that he was going to be attending. Um, So I don't know how that how that worked out. Hello? No, we're still here. Yeah, y- y'all when y'all get into the fifth level Chivas talk, I always have to, you know. Oh. <laughs> tune it tune it out the, a little bit. Tune it tune out, it out too much. Yeah. Now, Prof, you know, I know we've 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 asked other 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 members of this panel this question, so I don't know if I've ever asked you this question. So we're going to play we're gonna play MFK with 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 the three ladies, or maybe we should add a fourth one, Hoy. Maybe we should add because you know we have we have a Lady Aguila who uh, has to give it up. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. And then we have Lady Cement. No lo merecemos este equipo y no lo merecen como afición. And, and, and Lady Makina. But we also have. We also have a, a, a new a new entrant in this game. We also have uh, America Girl. Okay, Ching Chingwe, su madre el America. So, so out of those four, profe, out of those four, M, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll play we'll play MKF. Oh, MKF. All right, yeah. all right. So, 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 M, Profe, uh, uh, who, 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 who will be your, your M choice? Uh, I think this last one is definitely the M. You know? Which one? I'm sorry. She's got her. Oh, the first one. The, the, this the, one. Oh, you want the last one? This one. Okay, Ching, Chingwe, su madre el America. All right, so that's so that's so that's your, okay, and then the K. Uh oh, I got okay. Okay, uh, which one's the other? The second one. The, uh, the third one. This one. Yeah, that's too too depressing. Too depressing. <laughs> Put her out of her misery. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it's just like, come on, man. Right. <laughs> your, your horse only got two legs now, man. Just put him out. And, and then and then and then F. 
it, it, you know, it's gotta be the the crazy one, you know. I think that that that's that's been. No, Yes. Interesting. <laughs> so, so, so the one that praises Chivas does not make. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. All right. No, man, she's you know what's funny is is that I think that every single yeah. one of us have 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 uh, well well you 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 got the added bonus of the uh, of the of of America Girl which the other guys did not we did not get to participate with but I think I think I think had had they not I think that the, the, every, every everyone's choices has been the same it has has been exactly the same actually either that that's uh, <laughs> that is uh, that is pretty funny we did have Rigo once because he was. Uh, uh, if we asked him if if if, if he was because he was something about his girlfriend, if an ex girlfriend came to his door right now and 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 you know knocked on the door and he opens the door and they were wearing a Chivas shirt and they said, "Okay, ching, chingue, uh, su madre el America." <laughs> if 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 she said that, what would he take her back? And he and he he had to think about it. He had to think about it. What was it? Did he give a final answer? I'm sorry. Uh, no, he did not because his. Uh, they, they, I, I believe his significant other was was within earshot, so he did oh. not. Uh, he did not. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, you're trying to get this guy in trouble right before Christmas. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a while back. Where have you been? I think he's still on his Red Sox high. He's, you know, he know he's a big Red Sox oh. fan, so I don't know if that, that would have, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure he would have, uh, I don't know if you would have liked the gloating. You you and Dan probably would have, uh, well, yeah, Dan, Dan, think, more, Dan more than you, because I think he's a much bigger Dodger fan, but. Yeah, Dan's like a, you know, true Dodger blue. He, you know, he sees all the, all the yeah. actors at the games and stuff. You're, uh, oh, well, yeah, like they don't like, have any actors going to Laker games. Or are the Lakers still no, so bad no. that no actors are, are have the actors? Let me ask you this: When will the actors start showing up again? No, they they've been showing up, man. Just uh, I think Jack Nicholson is, is sick or something, so he hasn't been showing up that much. But I mean, you got everybody, you know, going to the Lakers game. Denzel, you got even players from the other teams. Chris Bosh showed up. Uh, Steve Curry showed up to a game in Portland because his brother was playing. Or or wait, is his brother at Denver or Portland? Man, right, I forgot now. You know. Everybody's at the Lakers games. Even Kobe. Kobe showed up to a game. They're not winning that much yet, though. So, but, you know, the team's new. Right. Yeah. Well, enough, enough, enough Laker. We'll get our, our Laker talk in a little later. See, a little later. But, John, I mean, just to make a point, that's the difference between a good front office uh, and, a, and a bad one, you know? A good organization like uh, Cruz Azul, Brian Pelais, now they got, like, they got a strong leadership with a vision. You know, at Chivas, it's like freaking. I mean, I'm, what was that TV show, Club de Cuervos? Right. Yes. You know, I mean, that's a perfect, uh, you know, analysis of, of the current state of Chivas, past, present, and future. Well, you know, the, the thing that we that separates Belais, I think, from all of the other GMs is, is that he he seems to have a much Clear understanding of, of 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 the kind of players that have success in Liga and Mekis and just about anybody else. And uh, when he builds his teams, you know he doesn't go after and get 
you know, a player, you know, just because they're the player's a name. You know, he goes out and gets players because they're gonna they're gonna fit what they want to do, and they've been successful in Liga MX doing it. So they they're already proven league players, and it's, so I mean, it's it, it's no secret what he's done, but but very few people do it that way. You know, you know, as 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 Joel and other folks have have and, and you have pointed, you know, so, you know, sometimes these guys make decisions. You know, based you know on, on on everything but what happens on the field, you know, like economic reasons. You know, they wanna they they, they wanna you know sell their name or you know whatever it is. Pelas is not is not that if that's what you want to do, don't hire Pelas because Pelas is gonna is gonna go out and sign you the most unattractive. Uh, you know, he brought in. Remember when he brought in Ruben Sambuesa to America from Decos? Yeah, Piojo was like, "Hey, this guy." They were laughing. They were laughing. They were laughing at him. They were laughing at him. You remember that? People thought that there was. It was like, it was like "You're going to bring in this scrub from Tecos to play at, at, at America." Uh, I don't remember anymore, John. Oh, I'm t- I'm telling you, people people yeah, thought yeah. it was it was a terrible move. They thought it was a terrible move. Those are the kind of players that uh, that that, that Pelias is going to. Name name me one player that Belize brought in from um, from another side for Cruz Azul. I rest my case. I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, and, and it, obviously they've had success. They've already won the Copa, and uh, they're. Uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, we've had we've had the the, the Monterrey sides play finals for the past couple of years. I think it's time to to. Get back to the, what the Liga MX is all about, and that's of course the Mexico City team. So it's good to see the Mexico City teams <laughs> playing strongly. You know, all, 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 you know, all, all the their. I mean, I, I you just have to look at the at the top of the table. Yeah. Let's look at the top of the table, shall we? So we have we have Cruz Azul in first place, América in second, Santos third, Pumas fourth, Toluca fifth. So out of out of the out of the four teams that play. In the greater Mexico City area, uh, they all four of them are in the top five. You know, whereas you have, let's look at the bottom of the list. Guadalajara is in twelfth, and Atlas is in seventeenth. So, so the average position <laughs> there is 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 fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half for the Tapatio teams. Fourteen and a half, boys. You know, I, I would say that you know you guys can always use the excuse. Well, you know, Atlas always drags us down, which, which frankly is a very legitimate excuse. But I mean, no offense, but you guys don't do yourselves any favors either. Not lately, ever. So there you have it. So we have uh, Forge, and, and, and I have to admit, I am a little nervous about about Pumas still. I know they have the, they've they've reached the magic number twenty six points, but they're still not in it yet. And looking at their schedule and looking at other teams' schedules, uh, teams, I, I just don't know if the, if, uh, if if Pumas is going to get the necessary points. That I think they're going to rely on other people to, to lose. Hopefully, that won't be the case. But we'll see how it uh, how it, how it plays out. You know, we were hoping, uh, uh, Profe and, and Joel, to have uh, Kit McConaughey on uh, with us tonight. That, for you uh, folks that have listened to the podcast in the past. Uh, whenever we want to talk uh, Argentina or, or Argentine teams, not just the national team, but the, but the, the, the club, the club game, uh, we are we we talked to Kit McConaughey, who is the host here locally, 
on one hundred four nine The Horn in Austin of the uh, of the weekly show, the Throw, oh. which is on every uh, every Sunday. The great final. That's right. Between uh, between you know the, the probably the. I think the only game that would be bigger in the world is if a Champions League final was between uh, Real and, and 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 Barcelona. I think that that's the only game that would that would be bigger than this one in the planet. The, 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 this is by the time the calendar year closes. The, this is by far the biggest uh, uh, club game the, ever. The, the, this game to me is is, is much much more. Uh, Prestigious, I should say, or not, not prestigious, but it is just a, a. It has 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 more. It's, it's it's just a much bigger game than the Champions League final of whoever like Real against whoever it was. Ni me acuerdo. Oh, it was Liverpool. I mean, and, and uh, Real and Liverpool. I mean, I mean that is a great matchup, but I mean it's not this. The the this is, the. You know the, the 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 biggest the biggest derby in the world, Derby Derby, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> and and I, I think uh, Jolie, Jolie had shared some uh, some videos of. Uh, I guess these guys are running like <laughs> public service ads in Argentina. Like, hey guys, it, it, you know, it, it's it's just a game. Don't destroy the country. <laughs> you know. Right. No, I mean it's. You know who I mentioned last week, and uh, that that the, the game at the the first leg at the Bombonera, they will only sell tickets to Boca supporters because they don't want any trouble. Oh yeah, man. And then the second leg, they're going to do the same thing. It's only going to be for uh, for River Plate supporters. But anyway, so so Kim McConico, who's been on our show, he was the one uh, Juan. I don't know if you if you were on the show or not. The one we asked him. You know, how did you become a River Plate supporter? And he, he goes into this long spiel about how he met the team president and they gave him a tour of the stadium and the club. And when it was all said and done and over, you know, the president said, you know, you are now a member of River Plate, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he's been a, you know, you know, most of us are like, well, you know, I watched them on TV one day and, you know, I like the way they played. So that's, so, so you, know, <laughs> you know, that's how I became a fan. You know, this guy gets a, a tour from the club president. And that's how he ends up being a uh, replay supporter. So this weekend, I, uh, I I remember him, John. I think he's a voting member. I, I think I remember him bringing up that he's a uh, yes that he's a voting member. That he's a uh, you know pretty active there. He is, and uh, so I, I uh, this weekend I I, I I tweeted his his producer on, on the show, and. Uh, I asked, you know, I, th- I think that you should probably, uh, probably play this for uh, f- for for kid on the show. Oh. Anyway, so he didn't think that that was very appropriate radio batter, and, uh, and of course, it did the big radio theater where they, they they pretended like they opened the door, and he went in there and he smacked them, and then. 
<laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So, uh, yeah, so so they've got that going on uh, over the next uh, two Saturdays. And they're going to be played during the day on set, which I think is fantastic. And, you know, it would be awful if, 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 if this was the first year that the Libertadores decided to do their one-legged final, which they're going to start doing, and they play them in a neutral side, and like like they play it like in San Francisco or someplace, you know, a game of this magnitude. So uh, I, I think I mean, we've I think we've lost Coil. I think we lost Coil. I, I mean, dude, you you brought up all these sad situations of Chivas. He he puts up a front, but I think deep down inside, he's he, you know he's absolutely you know getting torn apart. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's really. Yeah, dude, he's, he's nah, dude. Insane, man. That that already happened. 2011. 2011. I don't remember, profe. Chivas makes the Libertadores final, man. That was the, that was what set you over the edge, Joel. Was the Libertadores final? Yeah, well, that's that's like that's when I hit rock bottom, you know. Ensaladas sin chicharo. Yeah, cuando estás abajo, yeah. There's nowhere you can't go any further. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, they, I I just felt that that the whole the whole situation was handled poorly because um, Libertadores lets you if if you're in the if you're in the second stage they let you bring up to what they let you bring up to like three players right. as refuerzos. And so I was thinking, okay, at the start of the season, at the start of the season, they knew they were going to start, the team knew they were going to start in uh, the playoffs because of the previous season, they had been booted out. Because of the, the swine flu. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just that one Chilean team that was just trying to be shady because there was teams from Ecuador, there was teams from Uruguay. Uh, you know, all, all these teams reached out and they're like, you know, we you we could host your game so the Chilenos don't have to travel to Mexico and the Chilenos would just wouldn't budge, man. You know what used to bug me about the Libertadores was when Chivas would play at the Azteca. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Didn't that bug y'all? It bugged me. No. I mean, it bugged no. me I'm a Chivas fan. There's a lot there's a lot of, you know, Chihuahuanos at the Azteca, so I they deserve, man. If they could bring it, bring there's it. There's probably more Chivas fans in. Yeah. Probably more Chivas fans in Azteca than. Uh, than in, in Guadalajara. Uh, yeah. Right? Because uh, since Leones Negros came back, that I think uh, I don't know if they still are, but when they first came back, they were like selling out the Estadio Jalisco. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you feeling sad food to me? I'm not sad about it. <laughs> no, I just think that that's just sad for Chivas fans that they that it's it's better for them to play at the Azteca than it is in. Hey, well, that's the templo, man. But, but you know, so so I was thinking, okay, they knew they knew off the get go. You're starting Libertadores, you know, at, at the playoffs, right? And so, so you you had a decent squad. And they didn't get uh, any refuerzos at all, did they? No, no. I think that's the season when Vergara said the refuerzos is you, the fan. You know, they said we're we're gonna do a surprise announcement, and. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other nuns is like, yeah, these are our refuerzos, it's a cantera. So they introduced you know? the refuerzo and they opened oh. up the big mirror. Yeah, they said the cantera and the fans. That's, yeah. that, that's all we need. We need the youth squads and the fans. Uh, 
And then, so, you know, I was like, okay, uh, at least you could bring in some loans. You get the three guys, get three decent dudes. Uh, but not even that, man. They said, like, you know what, we're not even doing that. So you had to know at that point, money must have not been good. If they can't even, if they can't even put out some money for, for loans. And, and then, um, the team, man, they, they struggled, they scraped. But they made it. They they made it to the final. If uh, I remember right, Carlos Fierro had a couple of really good games. Yeah, but Chicharro was a standout. It was a cheat. Well, no, and, uh, I, I, but in the final, in the run to the final, I remember it was Omar Bravo that came back uh, and a bunch of rookies. No, no, but Chicharro had been scoring a lot of goals, but they he could have played, and then they they stole him. They sold him, and he he ended up missing that game because they sold him they sold him ahead of time. So I might yeah. I, I might be getting the dates wrong because they said it was, 2011. It was the 2010 uh, uh, Libertadores. So yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got the yeah, dates wrong. Chief could have helped them out in the final. Yeah, yeah, I always said it. I always compared this to River Plate because they had Hernan Crespo and Parma bought him, but River Plate said. He's playing the Libertadores final, man. There's but, no way we're letting go. We're not letting go of this goleador. And we're in this important tournament. And he ended up, they played America de Cali, Colombia. And they, they won and he scored. And that was his despedida, man. And that would have been nice to see Chicharo leaving Chivas. And just for any Mexican club to have that trophy, you just have bragging rights forever, dude. That's true. And, and I feel yeah. like the club just didn't value it. They didn't see what it could mean. They did. They didn't take advantage. It was just so disappointing. Where to me it was like, if they can't, you know, see the magnitude of this, they can't take advantage. Then we're pretty, we're pretty lost. For anything else, it's just no hope. So that was it, Yon. Like. Pretty much retired from football altogether for a couple of years. You know what it sounds like to me, Joel? It sounds it sounds like like when that ah. happened, you and, and Lady Cemento probably had a moment. No, 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 now, if he would have given us a, a story like that, then I would have played the sack. But that was that was a it's like how how on earth can you guys we you know we we give everything to y'all y'all don't repay us. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just I just felt I just mm. felt um you know so it was around that point where the team was was had uh all the money was going into the stadium. Which which they couldn't afford because right. they ended up borrowing from Slim, and then not only Slim, and then that's that's part of how Higuera came into the picture because he's a banker and he helped he helped get funds for Vergara to pay off Slim, who had been rumored that he was going to buy the team because Vergara's wife wanted to sell her shares. Um, so there is even more rumors now that Higuera might actually own a stake in Chivas, which is a big reason why he continues to be there. 
despite having been toxic and why he's been so influential. <laughs> See, you got Jolie crying again, man. No, I'm not crying. I'm, I'm, I'm laying down the truth, man. This, this is. He's, he's dropping a truth bomb. Yes, yes, I am. I am. That's that's how it that's how it happened. But and I and I wrote back then how like and and I have to say, Ron, uh, sad Ron's not here because he had called it even even from before when it was announced that she was wanting to build a stadium, and Ron was one of the few people I remember saying, you know, he's he's just using the team because he already owned the plot of land. He was, he, uh, Vergara was trying to do the JBC Center, just name it after his father, and, and the whole plan was they were going to build like, like a stadium, a museum, a shopping center, and they had all these architects draft up all these buildings. And ultimately, the only thing that got built was a stadium. Everything else has just, is, is just put on hold. Oh, it, it never, it never, it never happened. I mean, yeah, but no, no, the stadium was supposed to kick off everything else. No, you were going to have top of, huh? They do have a museum though. It just, you know. Wait, you mean the stadium, like the, Chivas Museum, because that's not the type of museum I meant. Oh, okay. Have you, you, know, guys, they, have you guys have you guys been to the new Chivas Stadium? I haven't, which maybe that's why it's cursed. I need to no, go bless it, John. You know, you know what? I didn't go when I had a chance to go. They didn't have any it's, games. No, no and, it, and it's also off the way, you know. Uh, yeah, no, well, I I I, I was kind of near it, but they the, all the games were away when I was there. Like Atlas had a game. It, uh, uh, but it was it, um, it got stopped because of the, remember there was the earthquake and uh, right they, they they closed the stadium dude they closed uh, Jalisco like I was gonna go watch uh, Atlas play because they were the only Chaflas yeah you're gonna was, go watch Chaflas play man no well, I, were you I gonna go to live it up we're gonna go live it up like uh, like like Rigo sitting in the luxury seats and have the have the ceviches brought to you have the ceviches brought to you. For twenty dollars, man. Yeah, man. For, why not for twenty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he said he paid one hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. Yeah, you know, you know what it was is I, I, I wanted to catch a game at the Jalisco. You know, I had, I had never. Yes, yeah, historic. It is historic. It, it housed Brazil during the. That's right. Nineteen seventy World Cup, and yeah. Pele was there, man. Pele, Pele, Pele graced that field. Crazy goals, and, and that's and, and and missed. He scored crazy goals and missed crazy goals. There's a little park right outside of the Jalisco. It's a little park, pretty small, but it's it's like a monument to the Brazil the, team. The Parque Pele. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's yeah. it's right outside yeah, he, of the stadium, and it's like a it's like a little monument to the team. No way! It's like a small park. You just go and sit. Yeah, his you know the, 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 that I, that I to me is why is why Pele is the greatest player ever because his his misses are almost as, <laughs> as, as famous as his goals. Yeah, because because he tried just such such crazy stuff that his misses were almost as good as his goals. Juan was at Jalisco and he missed up the Brazil Park. Come on, come on, Juan. No man, you're chasing the Raspalo man too hard, huh? I walked all the way around the the Jalisco. There was no um, there was no park. Uh, In fact, his his ugliest goal of the World Cup he scored at the Azteca. All the, all the other ones were the pretty ones at the. 
at the Jalisco. At the Jalisco. But but for me, I think she was going to stay at the Jalisco longer. And I think all that money should have just been invested in the club. Cause, and I think I think if they do win, because if, if you do win a Libertadores, and then, uh, you, you know, and, and you're going a little bit back, you still had a more decent chance of, like, winning a... I don't know if they had if they still had to inter- well they were gonna let them play that did they just have the FIFA clubs World Cup? Um, no, not yet. You- the Chivas uh, is on the uh, is on the, the the Real Madrid side of the bracket, so they could they could do. No, some but I, I'm going that far back when you didn't have like these really super teams, you know. It's like oh yeah yeah yeah. These <laughs> these. Super selecciones, man. Uh, but but I think I think for Chivas, even if they wouldn't have won it, but just just to put out these great games, you would have just elevated the club profile so much. And and they never did that. They, to me, they put the the cart in front of the horse. You know, they built all this great stuff, and they kind of forgot that the team needs to win and and be at the forefront of, of all these tournaments. So, so instead. They- you got Chivas with with brand new facilities, but the team can't even qualify to the league. Didn't didn't uh, Vergara hire the Golden Goose and then he he fired him? Yeah, are you uh, talking about Hans? No, 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 no. Nah, well, even after Hans, uh, what's his name? Dude, the name escapes me right now. He's the uh, the directivo that Toluca had for like six years. They won like four trophies under him. Oh, they did. They did uh, Lebrija. Lebrija, yes. Well, Lebrija left because of Chicharo as well. He was mad. He was was mad. Go ahead. Well, yeah, he was mad because he was included in, and he said that he would have he would have fought to at least kept them to for the for the for the Libertadores final. See, he understood. Man, you guys crack me up every time that you guys. You ever seen Blazing Saddles? (laughs) I need to see it. Yeah, yeah, you have bits and pieces. Yeah. Okay. Well. uh, Little clips of it. You know who? You know who? Who? Randolph Scott. Randolph Scott's an old Western actor, and uh, in the movie, like he's, he's like he's like asking the townspeople like to chip in and you know do this do this great thing, and uh, they're like, oh, we can't do it, we can't do it, and let's see. Here. Where's everybody going? We don't care if it's the first act oh, of Henry it. the doggone minute here. Does it share? Yeah. It's all I ask. No. Anyway. You do it for Randolph Scott. Randolph Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you guys bring up Hans, that's what I feel like I should play. Yeah. Just cause, cause it's like, that's what you want. Hans Wester. Oh, yeah, exactly. It just like, cracks me up. Juwan praises him. To me, I felt they didn't let him. They didn't let him work the way he should work. Ooh, they, they, or Hans. Hans. They had him all over the place. Yeah. Uh, they they sent him to Costa Rica. They sent him to try to set up Saprisa, and then he came back. And then they sent him to they sent him to Chivas USA, where he also coached the team for a while. And then he came back, and then they had him coach Chivas. So he he never did like he he never had a chance to just do one thing and and carry it out through because they just kept moving him around. Very similar to Huero Real, where they just kept, well, they had him all over the place. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so 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 let's before we get sidetracked again with 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 another with an, another level of, of of Chivas talk. Back to the Libertadores final. So so Joel, this game, the yes. mag, the magnitude of this game worldwide, outside of a, of a, of a, of a, of a Barça Real Madrid final. The, 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 there is no, there is no other game of, of this this kind of magnitude. I mean, this is the the biggest club game on the planet. Yeah, and it is period, without this this season. And what makes it more impressive is that it's it's with the majority with local talent. They don't need this extravagant purchases from from everywhere, you know, to to bring the hype. It's it's all created just from just historic historic rivalry. Right. Are you gonna are you are you gonna watch Hoyle? Are you gonna make them make the time to Oh no no man, if to all the Cantina to all the Cantina regulars, this is one of those must watch games. You know? It's like watching a World Cup match. It's right up there, it's very historic. Uh, it's it's two historic teams going at it, so it is. It's 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 like it's like if you had gotten to see um, Mayweather and Pacquiao, they would have fought each other in their prime. Right. It's you like know, it's you, like it's like it's, it's like if, if you want to see a Conca Champions final between Puebla <laughs> and Chiapas. <laughs> no, no. But, but even if you don't like, if you don't follow South American or Argentine football. It's still a very attractive match, just because these. Yeah. You know, how I could put it if you if you watch boxing, if you saw those, uh, it was uh, Marquez versus Barrera fights. Right. Oh man, those were just well, intense. Wait, wait, there were some some fights, uh, like Gallo. Oh god, there were like there were like three of them, and each of them were just. This was like in the early two thousands. It, it was uh, yeah. it was two. Uh, it was two. Oh my god. And I remember it was they were just on HBO, and uh, I remember my wife and I too know and we were just you know caught and they were just going after each other. I mean, just you know, each round was just you know slugfest after slugfest and just yeah, just an unbelievable, an unbelievable, an unbelievably violent yet uh, completely enjoyable boxing match. And at the end of it, both both guys just. Walked up to each other and just were hugging on each other. I mean, they were just. I mean, they obviously, you know, in, in the tune of beating the crap out of each other, you just had earned just just crazy amounts of respect for each other, and they became friends. And they they did it two more times. It was just 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 crazy, insane fights. And that's what Boca, that that's what this is every and and they play it in a final in the Libertadores yeah. final. Yeah, yeah, to play it. Yeah, it's it's the first time they ever met in that tournament. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our buddy Kit McConaughey, when I asked him if he wanted to, uh... well, here we go. So he actually has has replied, responded twice. He said, "I appreciate the invitation, but I'll have to decline tonight. My nerves are only getting worse the closer we get to Saturday." And I said, "Well, it could be just what you need." And he responded saying, "You yeah. may be right about that, but I'm going to politely decline. I'm going to, I'm going to say my <laughs> resume and try to get some sleep. Have a great show. Vamos, River Carajo." So. Yeah, and and you know as a Chivas hermano, it's it's more upsetting to me because Chivas has smacked both those candy asses, and with only Mexicans, Oof. so it's just it's just like God damn it, you know. <laughs> there you go. Even even Atlas, <laughs> even Atlas had, had had tied 
River in the Bombonera, and you're thinking, wow, they could, you know, they could. Oh, Monumental, that. Monumental, John. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It was it was Boca. It was Boca at the at the, oh, okay. at the Boca at the Bombonera, and they tied them. Ugo yeah. Ayala scored the tie in two two. You're thinking, wow, they can, and then the, and they they play the the second leg at the Jalisco. I think this was in the quarterfinals of the Libertadores. Yeah. Like, Holy crap! I thought I can knock. You know, they can advance and knock out. You know, one of the super heavyweights in the first 15 minutes of the of, of the return, like they're down three <laughs> zero. <laughs> yeah, so you know Javier, what Mexican... La Chofis pudiera cambiar no a what what is going on with what with, are you with uh, I just saw it on TV. What oh. the hell is going on with Chivas that they don't want to sign La Chofis? You know what I had heard was that uh, Chofis wanted more money and he deserves and... it. He, I don't think so. <laughs> He's not Pelé where his messes are just as good as the goal scored. Um, hey, now. Hey, hey. <laughs> trophy miss. Um, but but uh, I think... Who made you pull for this dump, huh? Chivas <laughs> was offering him... They were offering him an extension, but, but his wages were going to be dependent on performance. So minutes played, goals, scores, assists, and uh, trophies. I don't think wants none of that. You know, I think I think he feels there must be interest from elsewhere. If he feels that he could demand certain wages, so who knows, man? Monterrey, maybe Mon. Hey, I wouldn't mind trophies for 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 Cesar Montes. I would do that. I would do that deal any day. Well, Chofis is probably going to go to where he. Well, I don't know, actually, you know, I think I think rid of him. Who knows? You know. I do think how it sounds like someone's doing some dishes. Do some That's dishes me. There, Joel? That's me. Yeah. yeah. So, so you are you are literally uh, lavandero tonight. Oh, that's all the, every other night, John. Well, but I'm saying, but uh, but specifically for our podcast, you are you are a a a bona fide living, breathing lavandero. <laughs> On our show. Does dishwashers count as lot, you know? No, it's it's for my dinner. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that the that, that the uh, that the lavanderos at the at the restaurants, you know, they they gossip just as much as the lavanderas out on the <laughs> out on the thing. That's no, nice. down by yeah, trophies. Tr- as I said, I, I would think Queretaro is also one of the main. It would be one of the main places. Um, the club seems to have good. That's one of the teams they've dealt with a lot. Right. But Bergara knows them. He he is related to their former club president, so he has ties. Right. So that's that's an option. Uh, I think. I, I I like you said. Um, and then I think I do think Monterrey, man. Just I, uh, You want everyone to go to Monterrey. Are you, Joel, no. are you, are, are you, are you secretly a Monterrey fan? Are you like, uh, like, 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 uh, Monterrey! Monterrey! that's Don Ramon saying that, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. But he was an Acaxa guy. No, no, not really, but, but they just seem the type of club to want to, that they could gamble on a player like that and it won't affect them much. That if he were to suck, they could just 
toss them to the side. It's not going to affect them any, you know. You're saying some pretty hateful stuff about our boy La Trophy's hood. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, he he got uh, hurt, man. He was having a decent season, and he got hurt. He hadn't played since. Yeah, but he's 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 failed to live up to the potential he showed. Well, that's, that's, that's always been my thing. Has, I, I I don't disagree with you. He needs. You know, he needs to have a, you know, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of, of the way Marquito was, you know, Mar- although Marquito, I think, was probably a little better even at that age. But, you know, Marquito would have these terrible bouts of, 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 of inconsistency. And, uh, you know, he, he ended up getting his head good with ball by going somewhere else. So maybe, maybe that trophy needs to go on loan somewhere. No, I would sell. Chivas can't send loan. It has to be... Compra final. Profe, profe, would you, are, are, if you have to get rid of trophies, are you, are you, are you loaning or selling? I think profe ran out of. Minute. You, you have obviously offended. You obviously offended the profe. He ran out of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> On his uh, Metro PCS. His Metro PCS. His, 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 cr- his cricket phone. And he, he's, <laughs> and he goes to yes. the McDonald's for yes, the. He, had, he hadn't. He has free Wi-Fi. He hasn't bought his monthly burner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my profit. That is so mean. I can't believe you said that about the profit. Well, hey, you do what you got to do, man. But he comes in, so I, yeah. much respect for that. No, he did. He did. We, we do appreciate that. Uh, uh, no, no, you know, because what you was, I think, I think they went, you know, they started overpaying some of these guys. And then... I, I do think that's one of the problems with, with Mexican players where they get complacent just because they end up making so much money really quick where it's like they already have everything they need. Uh, so then it, it, it just becomes more difficult to stay motivated. They already own a house, they own a business, they own cars, you know. <laughs> a lot of times they don't, that's it, they don't really care about it. They're comfortable now, you know. Uh, which which I, I could see changing pretty soon. They just had a graphic on Univision Deportes that said Santos Laguna, on the top line, the bottom line, is la cantera del América. Yeah, and they're, they're showing all the players that have that have moved from yeah one team to the other. Yeah, Marquesín, Peralta, and and we had Tijanini going there, John. I don't know if you remember. No, well, yeah, I'm surprised I mean, he didn't. It, it made sense. I, I don't think he would have uh, been able to handle it. Yeah, they didn't take him. I guess he wasn't to Piojo's liking. Nope. Was the Científico de Gol also from Santos? Yeah, and, and you know, they, uh, yeah. Oribe and, and, and Benitez and Darwin and, uh, and, wow. and Vosso. Remember, Vosso went to America? That's it. That's right. That's right. El Oso yeah. Polar. Yeah, they've they've had a pretty good a pretty good connection, America and Santos. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, the, you know, one of the big advertisers for America is Corona, so I'm sure that they've maintained yeah. a, a good working relationship and have for uh, you know, it's not just uh, on America that uh, that Corona advertises. They advertise in the stadium. They advertise all over the television. That's so true. You know what that's that true. means? That means that, that 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 the one who's destined to play at America is is your boy Furch. Furchazo, especially if he becomes a seleccionado, 
a un Mexican seleccionado. Yep. Yeah, man, he could easily go over Saldivar and, and Pulido. Like if, if, oh, if World Cup qualifiers start tomorrow, you would want Furch over those guys. Which is kind of pains me as a Chivarmano. <laughs> Well, maybe they'll. Maybe one of those will. Uh, will. Will. Uh, will. Will get it together. Yeah, but you know, I wanted to go into this whole contract because starting in 2019, uh, Liga MX is going to start. They're, they're going to, you know, there's going to be like more transparency. Ever since the whole, you know, it, it was uh, Guri, the owner of of right. Veracruz, who. Who filtered out that in Liga MX they use double contracts, and so Hacienda, I don't know, I don't know how you translate that to English. The IRS. Yeah, the IRS stepped in and was like, wait a minute, we need to go, you know, we need to, we need our share of that, and so some of these clubs are starting to get investigated. But Liga MX already announced that 2019, and, and along with the with the players' union that there was formed. Not too long ago, by, by Rafa Marquez and, and some of the other Mexican players, the Mexican Players Union, they're, they're going to do a, a new way of doing player contracts. And I, I think, you know, it all sounds good, but I, I think uh, I think Mexican players are in the are going to be in the losing end with this. Uh, I, I just I feel that they're going to pay them much less than they had, you know, now that now that you can't hide the finances. And and with the league having done away with the foreigner restriction rules, you don't you don't really have to count on Mexican players, which a lot of clubs haven't been counting on. So I think it's gonna. Well, it's, not that, it's not that they have the unlimited foreign players. I mean, they can only they can only dress well, ten. Yeah, but you could buy as many as you want. You just can only have. So many at the field at the same time, but right. that that still means like um, you don't you don't need that many more. You could fill a team with a bunch of foreigners, you know. So, uh, so el, el Hulit fue dejado libre por el Necaxa. Hulit is a free agent. Yeah, he's going back to uh, Scotland, which. I think he's just going to go collect his belongings. I can see them sending him right back. They're going to put him in the bargain bin. Oof. Oof. Yeah. So you think that that that, that because the, the, the players have a players association, that, that, that by that, that very act alone and the fact that there has to be less, more transparency in, in, in the validity of the contracts, that that combination is, is, is in the long run going to affect the ability of the Mexican soccer player to, uh, to earn a living in Mexico. Well, I, I'm not saying earn a living. I, I'm saying um, no, get paid as much as they had been getting paid. I, I just think the clubs are going to start offering less money. Less, they're going to pay them less than they did before. Well, I that, don't that's think so. Just my hot they're, take. they're only going to be they're going to be worth what the what the market bears. And I mean, yeah. unless if they decide it's all just all of them and their little pacto de caballeros, hey, to to to, to get back at the players. See, the, 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 this is why you know people also about the pacto about the uh, 
you know, and, and I think that any 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 league has a quote unquote pacto de caballeros. I don't think there's there's any denying that. I think I think every league yeah. in an organized sport they have a pacto de caballeros. The problem with the pacto de caballeros in in, in Mexico is, is 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 the is is the petty. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like like the the the, 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 the they use it as as like their personal grudge list. That's the problem I have with the pacto de caballeros. Yeah, that's true. They do. They will do that. Yeah, and uh, again, I'm not saying that, that that doesn't happen in other leagues, but it happens a hell of a lot more in Mexico than it does anywhere else. Yeah, that is that is true. Not denying that. Yeah, and so you know, you know, have your pact all you want, you know, but but don't deny these guys the chance to earn a living just because you know one of them was mean to you in a locker room. Or, or or whatever the case may be, but anyway. So that's just, uh, you know, it, 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 it's definitely gonna. Uh, I mean, uh, Rafa is now on the other side, right? He's now the the uh, uh, the, the pantalón largo, is he not? Isn't it like the president of Atlas now? Yes, he is. So, he so is. now he's now he's gonna make those. So he represents the players' association, and he's now the president of Atlas. Is that correct? <laughs> I I don't know if he's still. You know that would be a conflict, so of interest. So I don't know if he's still, if he maintains his position. Right. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I, I do think that the, you know, maybe for the average Mexican player, the, the the salaries might go down a little bit. But but if you're a star player, I think you're going to do just fine, whether they have a. Oh yeah, yeah, but but already it's it's very limited. Already, like, it's a very small number. Where I was telling you, you gents, the other day in the in the in our in our soccer forum, uh, the, in the Cantina forum, I was telling you guys how you know per cycle you get over 80 Mexican players that are going to go to the selección. So that's basically every Mexican that's a starter in Liga MX is going to get called up. Right. Which is like, damn. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. It's it's it kind of it kind of like highlights just how how uh you know the, to me it's not that much competition and 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 I I forgot who wrote it it was some journalist and he was talking about the whole chicharo thing and and it's, I think it was a South American guy and he said something along the lines of chicharo doesn't have anyone. That's competing with him in the selection. That's why he he could take that liberty to say, you know, and I don't want to go, or I'm thinking of quitting. He's like, but if you know, if there's a a selection where it's very competitive. You know, you got a lot of players competing for for the for a spot. Then he wouldn't be saying things like that. He would want to take an opportunity of a very call up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's the joke that we always have here. There's more Argentines in Spain than there are Mexicans playing in Mexico. So. <laughs> oh man. Of course, that's not. Well, you know, it could be true. I'm not sure. I have to have looked at the numbers, but uh, you know, it, it 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 does it does drive home. It does drive home a point. However, Champions League in Europe uh, looks like uh, the uh, whatever chances uh, PSV Eindhoven had in. You know, at least making the Europa League. I think we're we're vanquished with uh, by Harry Kane, 
who uh, who scored twice in the, in, in, in the last few minutes to uh, give Tottenham uh, the win, and they're, they're, they are still alive, and they're uh, in their in their group with Inter and Barcelona. But you know, Chucky didn't have uh, you know he he played about about as good as good as as what could, he, he has a one game as, has only scored one goal, but then again, they haven't really scored that many goals either. So, uh, you know, he has certainly acquitted himself well enough to, I think, that earn a, a look to, uh, to, to, to maybe move on to a, a, a more competitive league and, uh, and play well. Yeah, they, they've scored, let's see, uh, goal differential is minus six. I don't think they've really scored that many goals. Four, and I think he has he has one and assist on the other. So, you know, half the goals they've scored, he's been a part of for uh, for PSV. But uh, you know, there's really been no surprises. Uh, it's uh, you know, the Champions League is starting to turn into like all the other European leagues, where like the the top teams, you know, you, you almost always are the ones going that end up uh, making it through. It, it, it's starting to become very boring, which is why having a, a Libertadores final of of, of Bocan River. Of course, it sounds weird for me to say that you know there's too many big teams in the Champions League and it's boring. And of course, and I don't say be yeah, but then go watch the the Libertadores final between you know the two biggest teams in South America. <laughs> but uh, but just the fact that they've they, they've never played in a Libertadores final is uh, is is reason enough to watch. And uh, I will, uh, I will root for uh, for River in, in in honor of my friend Kit. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to put that bad juju on myself. If if I tell him that, oh, it's because you know I'm rooting for 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 Boca, and then they end up winning, and he can blame me forever. So I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to be uh, the reason for that. Who's gonna win, Hoyt? Who's gonna win that? Oh man. I'm, I'm pulling for River too. Uh, the majority of my close friends in Buenos Aires are all River supporters, and, and as a team I, I followed again because of Aspe. Beto Aspe is, is opened the door for South American football when he when he when he made his move way back when. Well, he went unknown. They used to call him El Chavo. That was his nickname, El Chavo Aspe. Um, How did you uh, he he rarely played. He was just it was like it was like loan, and he he was there. Uh, he was just there for um, Televisa. I was trying to was trying to like get into the you know uh, they they were trying to get into the they were trying to televise games, right? And yeah, and he was just making so much more money. He was making more money than Enzo. They had Enzo. They had Burrito Ortega, who was, you know, he was online to become one of the. I thought he was going to be the next Diego, man. He was so. Good. Yeah, he was getting touted as such, but but that River play, man, it was just packed with stars. That was before the whole Euro Exodus, you know. They had Juan Pizorin. They they just had so many players. They had even from the reservas, they had like Aymar, and they had Saviola. They had like all these. It's just impressive, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, it was causing too much problems. 
This guy goes there and he's making so much more money, you know. It 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 was gonna be, and and it was never gonna be a venta. He was on loan, right? So a team like River, that they, they're not gonna bench someone that they're gonna sell or is gonna be a star for their team, for some dude that's just on loan. Uh, so it, it was just a failed experiment, which Televisa tried years later with um, Luis Hernandez. This time they sent him to Boca. It's kind of sad because Dortmund, Dortmund had, you know, they, they wanted to buy him. Right. And uh, Televisa sent him to Boca Juniors on loan. He did get to play with uh, with with Maradona, man. And it's that one dude, uh, Canigia, was getting salty. So Canigia, eh? around that time you had that picture that that went viral for, you know, with with. Maradona and Canija, they, they celebrated a gold by kissing. And you guys remember, and, and Cani came from, he used to be River Plate, but then he went to, he went is to Boca. A, is that allowed? No, but, but I mean, this Canija and he, he did it because Maradona, and so, you know, the fans accepted it, man. Canija had that, he's a, you know, very popular seleccionador, uh, right. national team player. And he player. had, he had that, that type of like, you know, like how Matias has, you know, with Chiva fans. Right. And then that was like Canija, you know, Canija, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably one of the few where you have, where you see a player jumping, jumping teams. Um, But yeah, that was, that was Cani. It, it reminds me of when Massa, Massa went from Chivas and, oh. and, and then came back to America. <laughs> He came back to America. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, but but Canija and and Canija and and Matador kind of had the same look. Yes, they did. Canija <laughs> was much prettier, much prettier than Matador. <laughs> but they had the blonde hair and they would wear the headband, and and so Canija was just hating having Matador at the team, kind of stealing the spotlight, and and you know. Matador got to score a goal off a Maradona pass. So, I mean, that's that's something for what it's worth, you know. I right. got to hurt that goal on the radio, John. You know, that is almost as glorious it's, as, it's, as the time I took a leak <laughs> next to Willie Nelson at, at the airport. <laughs> my, my, my oh, brush, damn. My brush of greatness. <laughs> You're so close. Uh, wow. Cross yeah. streams, John. Yeah, that was a, he, he, denied, he denied my request as a matter of fact. <laughs> Are you, see, you shouldn't have asked. You should have just done it. That's but, true. Better that to ask, is too late. Forgive, better to ask for forgiveness than permission when you want to yes. cross the celebrity in the public restroom. Exactly, man. Exactly. No, um, is, is is it okay to cross the streams in into one? <laughs> is that a little weird. Yeah, it could it could be, but I mean, it was Willie Nelson, dude. I mean, it's one thing if you're like at the at the at the at the at the, at the the big urine trough where it's just like one, like, you know, gigantic. I know. I, I, I hated those when I was a kid. You're a little kid and, and it's filled with grown ups. Right. <laughs> like, and, you can't, and you can't reach. <laughs> you can't reach, man. And you're in level with, with their waist. That's with, right. With the crotch. You're a crotch level. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> no, but, you know, this is back then, they weren't televising. So a lot of those matches, but I got to hear on the radio. So that was, goddamn, I sound old. But yeah, I got, 
I got to hear the goal being narrated on the radio. Um, but, but, so that was, man, we went so far off topic. We ended up. <laughs> no, we're, we're still talking Boca. No, talking Boca. on the trough. Um, yeah. Oh, back to Boca River. Yeah, no, no, that, that I, I started following River. Then up, up until Mexican teams went into Libertadores and then that's it. I, I was like, I knew I. I just couldn't anymore. But um, I, I think, you know, um, it's even, even the coaches for the teams are, are, um, are pretty, like, known. So uh, River has Marcelo Gallardo. Right. And, and he turned down America. So America, before Piojo, had made him an offer, a pretty juicy offer, but he, he he declined. He stayed over there, and if he wins it, that would be his second one. He's he could pretty much be streamlining into some European team, uh, most likely La Liga or even Serie A. But he's he's you know he's next in line. He's to be like the next Simeone, and and for Boca they have a uh, el, el mellizo. I think it's Esqueloto, if I'm not. Yes, mistaken. Esqueloto, former MLS player, former yeah. MLS MVP. But he was, he was, he was a player when Boca was was king of the king of the Libertadores during the Bian, Bianchi era. Uh, Carlos Bianchi, when Carlos Bianchi was was the top, you know, he could do no wrong. They they used to say that the joke in Argentina was that that Bianchi had. That got cell phone number on speed dial because they would win so many games on, you know, taking it to the last minute and going into penalty kicks. So I used to say que, que tenía el, you know, número de Dios en el celular. So I mean, that's that's part of a school right there from that dude. So it's it's pretty interesting matchup. I have pretty good faith though that that River has. Has the upper, the upper hand. Uh, for Boca, their striker just recovered, the former America striker. Uh, Goddamn, what was his name? Um, what was the delantero's name? Yon. He was, he was, I think he was in line to get um, nationalized and, and play for the selección. What was this? Oh man, before he left, this man, we even had this discussion with Johnny Rico. Unless I'm conf- What's the guy's name? Um, when he went to Argentina, they kind of, one of the, uh, one oh, of the talk uh, show hosts. Yeah, 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 the, uh, uh, Benedetto. Benedetto, there you go. So Benedetto had been in Mexico and, and Boca bought him and one of the, one of their main, one of the main talk shows over there. They were just ripping ass, man. They were just talking about, you know, Liga MX and and, and just putting down Mexican soccer. And he, he's he's proven to be like hot commodity over there. Right. Oof. And but he just recovered because he had been injured. 
So, Joel, before we wrap it up here, let's... Uh, but, but, but... No, wait, 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 wait. go ahead, go ahead. No, no, but, but yeah. Um, so we go back like three years. He was... Um, he There was talks of him going to the Mexican national team. And and then he left. So who knows, man? Who knows how how that's working out? I don't know if he got called up to the Argentine team, but uh, wait, I think he is nationalized Mexican. Uh, I think he did get his nationality. So if Boca wins, he would be the first Mexican uh, to win that tournament. No, technically. Well, not Mexican-born, but still first Mexican. Well, uh, there you have it, uh, a good way to, uh, to, to to bring it all back to uh, to Liga Mekis tonight. So, Joel, there's, there's two weeks left. Uh, there are, are still teams that are that are fighting to get in, as, as we mentioned earlier. We yes. have only Cruz Azul and America have officially made it. Santos um, is is in with uh, with just one point. All they need is one point. Pumas uh, need some help. Uh, I mean, if, obviously, if, if they win, they will be in as well. But uh, you know, we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. But the bottom is is where it gets interesting. So we have Pachuca, Morelia, Querétaro. Pachuca, Morelia, and Querétaro. And, and, and the games that each of them have, Pachuca finishes the season with Atlas and León, and they're in eighth place. Morelia finishes with Tijuana and Cruz Azul. And Querétaro finishes with Veracruz and Necaxa. So both Querétaro and Pachuca have a very favorable schedule to, to see who gets that... Uh, that last spot, and and then this is why I worry about a team like 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 Pumas because Pumas, even though they have four more points, they finish with Toluca and Santos. There's no guarantee that Pumas is going to get any more points out out of those two games. So you know we we, we could conceivably see a uh, a liguilla where you know even even the eighth place team has you know tw- you know twenty seven twenty twenty eight points. Yeah, which is which is uh, a rarity. So it's uh, there's definitely a lot a, a lot to play for, for you know teams four down to eleven. Or yeah, down these, to these are going to be pretty intense. And and, and Toluca hosts uh, Pumas, and Pumas does not play well in Toluca, and they haven't for years. So it's it's like ugh, it's going to come down to the uh, to the game again. So hopefully Santos will be qualified, and they'll throw out their you know their reservas for. Uh, for, for, for Pumas to uh, to win, but out of those courts, so you do you still stand? I think I think you said that that, that Pachuca was going to be your team to uh, to advance, and you still you, you still you're still firm on Pachuca. Yeah, I still yeah I think Pachuca has a good chance. Uh, you know they close against Leon and already eliminated Leon. Yeah, and they have Atlas, they have Atlas first, and uh, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. Chaflas, I mean, you couldn't ask for the if you were if you were given the list to choose, Atlas would definitely be on that. You know, two games you want to you want to close the season with. If you want to try to make it to to playoffs, 
Atlas will definitely be on that list of, of teams you want to play. Yeah, there's and no question if, that uh, Atlas and is. Uh, <laughs> and if you're and if you're and if you're a group of Pachuca, you know, then then you want your little brother, your little little brother Leon right there. Yeah, I mean, and 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 Querétaro has Necaxa and and Veracruz, and they are 16th and 18th right now in the league. So, you know, they could certainly it, it's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how it, how it all shakes out. I think that that uh, you know if Pumas does qualify, they're not they're gonna be, they're gonna be in the bottom half of the draw, and uh, which may not be such a bad thing for them. But uh, as long as they don't, uh, well, we'll see how how it uh, how it plays out. But I, again, I am I am I am I am I, I am thinking that uh, Pumas would be a good landing spot for Marco Fabian. I think that I think that they they fit each other very well. They fit each other very well. Especially yeah. with, with, with Pumas losing El Chavo Alustiza over, over the weekend. Yeah, but... A good move. No, I, I still think, I still think like Chivas, Cruz Azul, Monterrey are going to be his three main options. I, 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 I haven't, you know, like I haven't seen Pumas do a push for like a seleccionado like that in a long time. Or wherever, for that matter. Yeah, but I mean, but this is a guy. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's one thing to do it for seleccionado. It's another thing to do it for a guy who hasn't played for six months, who happens. Yeah, but he's he's still a seleccionado, you know. Yeah, but I mean, tell me one thing that Marco Fabian has done in his uh, in his in his senior side career. Nothing. No, no. He did did score a goal in the World Cup, didn't he? No. If I'm not mistaken, no. No, and in fact, I mean, if he'd barely he's, played, he'd barely played in the he, World Wait, he scored a goal leading to the World Cup? Or, no, you know what I'm thinking? Confederaciones. Yeah, he did I'm score thinking, a goal. I think he scored a golazo in Confederaciones. That just said it was the best goal of the tournament. <laughs> Seriously, that was, it was voted the best goal of the tournament. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's what I'm thinking of. May, no, it, yeah, you're you're right. He hasn't done, he hasn't done much. But he's, he's, he's going to be... He's gonna. He should probably feature heavily going into this next World Cup cycle. I sure hope so, and 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 he'll do it by. Uh, he'll do it by. Uh, by ex- playing and excelling at, at Pumas over over the next over the next few years. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I still, I'm still not taking my finger off of that. Those three teams I mentioned, uh, I just think if he got a smart or if he's learned, he would have already been negotiating with, with Marquitos, you know, bring him in. You have that close World Cup for what it's worth. And then uh, just being in Chivas keeps you in the spotlight to be a seleccionado. Right. So, yeah, that's that's something no, we'll see how it, how, it, how it turns out. But uh, I mean, I mean, just big, uh, big, big games for the for the. Let's see when it all shakes out. So we have so Veracruz and Querétaro. Uh, Veracruz, I'm sorry, Querétaro and Pachuca both play on Friday night, so and uh, they'll, they'll know where they stand there. Uh, the other big game is, uh, yeah, I guess it's Tijuana Morelia. See, you know, if Morelia can stay alive. And then uh, and then Toluca and, and Santos America, which 
you know, again, uh, you know, two top four duels. So we'll see. I think if, if Pumas can eke out a point against Toluca, I think that that'll be enough for them to, uh, to advance. But, uh, but, but it, it could conceivably be that the teams that are eight, nine and 10 could all win and have 25 points uh, going into the, uh, going into the next week. So, so uh, again, imper- imperative, imperative for, for Pumas to, uh, to, to get some points before the season's out. Because if they don't get points, then they put themselves at a real risk of, of not qualifying. Which would be very unfortunate for them. And for all of us. And of course, Chivas, uh, they, uh, as Joel pointed out at the beginning of the year, back in weekend, and Jornados said, <laughs> don't even bother Chivas fans. This, they're not going to aspire to much. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, I wish we should probably wrap it up here tonight. Yes, sir. We've pretty much gone through the whole through the whole bag of right. topics we had lined up. Uh, and, we're and missing we went one. so far off topic that we that we talked about crossing streams with Willie Nelson. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> we we have one topic, but I guess later because uh, our magister Ron, he's he's not here. He had dug up some old files. From way back when. Yes. Yeah, he uh, went into the Citadel and found some of the old parchments that he was able to, uh, as you said, dust off and uh, and decipher from, you know, written in old old 20th, 20th century Spanish <laughs> that, uh, that had to be, you know, translated into, in, in, into the modern tongue. No, it's. Uh, I mean, I was hoping he was going to be on tonight, but he said that he couldn't make it. So, uh, I always appreciate uh, his uh, his ability to, uh, or his 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 knowledge of the of the, of the history of the game. Always uh, good to have on. But anyway. We'll have to. We'll do that another time. Uh, I'm glad to have you guys uh, on to here on the Cantina Mekis podcast again. Uh, uh, in my opinion, a very uh, a good show for us tonight. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good talk. Thanks to uh, Juan Uribe who joined us uh, a little a little earlier. El Profe, Profe Camarayas. Thanks to uh, Joel Aceves for joining us. Joel, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure, John. And 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 thanks to you, listener, for for. Uh, Listening to the show and this podcast uh, that you can download from iTunes and from Google Play, you can subscribe to it. It can be downloaded directly to your to your device, and you can listen to it on your way to work, on your way back home from work. If you uh, do a lot of driving like I do, it's a, a great way to uh, enjoy, enjoy drive. Uh, listening to uh, a bunch of pendejos talk about soccer, so we do appreciate y'all listening to us. And uh, we will talk to you guys uh, next week again for uh, Juan Ribe and Juan Lasares. My name is John Jagu. This has been the Cantina Mekis podcast. And we will catch you guys again next week.